FOMO. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's anyone else's business. Are you really missing out? <laughs> You're not. You feed into it personally. Come on now. Hey y'all, it's Jazzy. It's Danny, And welcome back to our fourth podcast episode. It's been a while since we filmed. It has been a while. Almost a month. Um, we've both been pretty busy, just like school and sports. So yeah, we're, we're currently yeah. on fall break. Which is super nice because we're happy to be back. Yeah, so it gave us some time to film. So let's catch up, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. What's life been like? Um, Just school and sports, honestly. We just finished our first quarter. I guess socially wise, we had Hoko a few weeks ago. That was really fun. It was fun. I, The older you get, kind of like the less exciting it gets, you know, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I've already done this four times, but it was still really fun. And we were with all of our friends. Yeah, it was it was overall a good experience. But yeah, I'm, I'm like moved on from the Hoko phase. Me too. For I, sure. I, I was done. I was done kind of before it came. I was so. done being in pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I like didn't take that many photos at all. I just I just don't like Hoko photos like usually. It's just a long process. It is a long process. Enjoy it. Yeah. What about you? Anything else going on? Nope. Sports, school, True. Yeah. sleep. That's it. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much been it. Um, again, we just want to thank everyone who's been listening to our podcast so far for criticism, support, all of it. We, like, love hearing feedback on what we get so we can always improve and stuff like that. Yes. Um, but this episode is one of them that all the episodes we have filmed so far have been kind of pre-planned. Yeah. Um, this one is not pre-planned. It's actually something we just kind of thought about. Mm-hmm. But we feel like it is still super like common and occurs every single day. So this is going to be users and being used. Yeah, we call it use user squared. User squared. It's like you can be on two different sides. You can be the user or you can be the person getting used. And often you're both. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're not even aware of it. That is so true. Yeah, so let's get into it. Um, the first thing we want to talk about kind of is like just prime examples. That I, th I think that I see being used and people being like users is when it comes to people's houses, mm -hmm. especially in high school. Like mm -hmm. sometimes when someone is having, you know, a lot of people over, I think that people are like, okay, I just want to, I don't even know this person that well, but I want to find a house where people are at. Right. Right. That's a huge thing is just like wanting to be at a house, but not necessarily like knowing the person at Oh, especially kids who go to different schools mm -hmm. like you don't even know these kids half the time and like but you just kind of want to be there and be present and like i will say like i will admit like i've been I've on done this that. side yeah. of this like where i want to be where my friends are even though i'm not necessarily close friends with the host mm -hmm. and like i'm sometimes never even met the host and like the biggest example i can think about this is halloween yeah i think on halloween i mean I want to go back to our FOMO episode. Halloween has so much FOMO played into it. Mm -hmm. And so usually on Halloween, people want to go to like the biggest party they think is cool or whatever has the most people, even when they don't even like have no idea who the person is. Exactly. They'll just walk into a house. Exactly. And I think that's like a the most apparent example you see of like people getting used or being a user. But I think we go into depth about like actual like real things that like, mm -hmm. happen on a day to day basis. I noticed that I feel guilty when I find myself kind of using a person like I will help clean up. I will be the first person with a trash bag if I feel guilty, kind of, because I don't necessarily know the person. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, like, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, now their house is trashed or whatever. And like, so I'll like help clean up. And at the same time with people that I am closer with, there's like this kind of like debt feeling like, oh, mm -hmm. you hosted. Now I kind of feel like I have to make up for that because you hosted, yeah. even though it should be like not even though sometimes necessarily I'm not using them and they just happen to be my friend and like they happen to be hosting, but I still get this feeling of like guilt and like, yeah, I owe them back. 
you know yeah i i I know exactly what you mean notice how this plays into even small things like listening Mm -hmm. like a lot of times in friendships there's a listener but that listener doesn't often get listened to and Mm -hmm. so that's like kind of the same thing where it's like a lot of like one-sidedness yeah jazzy calls it the 80 20 rule yeah i think that sometimes in a friendship you'll have maybe you or another person giving 80 percent, and then that person giving back is 20 percent. Mm-hmm. and i think that the 80 20 rule something to go by it's not going to be 80 20 i just say it like that because you can see an uneven standpoint and where the friendship is at yeah so another thing that comes with this is you notice your priorities and other people notice your priorities when it comes yes. to using people so for example are you you being friends with this person because you genuinely want a relationship or in mm-hmm. a connection with them or are you friends with this person because they have good things to offer and I think that it's just something like it's everyone should evaluate in that friendship because I mean everyone has certain priorities of what they want in a friendship but I think sometimes your priorities will like I, I want to say the word is like over like overtake yeah. that person's priorities in a friendship yeah because it's so easy I really want to th- to be honest everyone has a selfish mindset definitely everyone you did it you wake up thinking about yourself you go to bed thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. so you have to learn how to think about other people so in a friendship it's so easy to talk about me 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 how can you incorporate okay well my feelings are this way what are that person's feelings yeah and that is something like i think that's a maturity level that you you probably should learn in high school because high school you make friendships and you really learn in high school what friendships are real and what short friendships are fake. Yeah. And I think that's like typical in a lot of friendships too, where like there might be like one person who always drives mm-hmm. or there might be one person who, you know, like a lot of friendships are like kind of like, oh, like I got you this time. Like you get me next time. Yeah. But over time, sometimes that can become like very one-sided where it's kind of like one person is always yeah like providing and not like giving back. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's another part of it too, is like evaluating your friendships in a way of oh, am I giving the same of what I'm getting? Because I think sometimes, like, we don't think about what we're giving. Yeah. A lot of times we just think about what we're getting. And we're like, oh, that's that's true. But sometimes, like, even I find myself, like, quick to be, like, like, throw it behind me. Like, if someone buys me food, I'd be like, yeah, I get the next time. And then it kind of just, like, it slowly goes to, like, oh, like, this person's kind of, like, giving me more than I'm giving them back. But on the other perspective, when you ha- when you like buy something for someone, and they still get you back. You still remember that. Yeah. So it's easy to be the person who like takes and forgets because you got what you wanted. Yeah. But then that person is still on the phone, and we're like, well, they're short behind. It's like borrowing clothes. You know, like oh. when you borrow clothes, kind of like. Yeah. I have like p- my friend's clothes in my closets from like. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure I still have a pair of your swimsuit <laughs> bottoms. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll bring those back to you, but. Um. <laughs> Like, exactly. It's like that. It's like they're sitting in my closet. So, I, which in this case, this is a bad case because I'm sure you didn't remember that. I didn't remember that. But when I lend my clothes out, you know, like, I typically remember that because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, lose that item. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't really care how long they keep it for. But for the other person, a lot of times it's kind of like, oh, it's just, like, in my closet now, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, you don't really think about, like, giving it back. Yeah. And I think that one of the biggest things you should grow in a friendship is learning how to see that person. I think... Um, one of the things that just came to mind is like you have like this 80-20 rule where something to recognize if like something is giving more on the friendship but I also think that you know never a friendship is never going to be 50-50 mm-hmm. if Danny's struggling and she needs more support and more things of course maybe that I'm giving more than she's giving to me however that should always flip it should be a balance go it should be a seesaw you know sometimes Danny's going to need more so I'm going to help her more but otherwise if I'm going to need more it should go back and forth should yeah. I, I think it, the world it shouldn't be like 50-50 all the time yeah it should be something that moves back and forth constantly yeah that's a great point yeah seesaw rule add yes. that in 80-20 <laughs> rule seesaw rule write that down <laughs> okay. and then like another thing I was thinking about like, like the using the people get used is 
saying no mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you can see that like really people I feel like I'm a pretty like nice person yeah like I love to like help but I can see myself sometimes when I'm giving so much that I don't know how to say no yeah and I'm definitely like that too I think everyone is like that in a little bit where they just don't know how to say no and they end up get, like exciting themselves too much mm-hmm. that they feel like they just know they're getting tugged on yeah prime example me and Jazzy overbook ourselves all the time oh yeah like this weekend I asked Danny if she wanted to like spend the night I was house sitting if she wanted to spend the night at a friend's house with me um because I was housing their dog and I remember like it was like last minute and Danny texted me and she goes I'm so sorry like I'm overbooked like I can't make yeah. it and I like related to that text so much and I texted her because I knew she would get it yeah, like I was I get on it. my way and I was like Jazzy will get it it was like a 20 minute drive and I had like work at 8 a.m <laughs> in the morning and it was like midnight it and was. I was like I can't do this but I knew Jazzy would like understand that dude I related it to I was like I honestly was like it made me like think about myself in that situation yeah. I was like man if Danny can do it I can do it because yeah. like I re- I was like I was like oh my gosh girl like go get sleep yeah, like no, I so know what you nice. mean yeah so I think that honestly I think people forget like if I say no well this person's gonna be mad at me but that person has probably felt the exact same thing you're feeling and mm-hmm. it's okay to say no it's okay to set boundaries where you're like you know what I've been giving I've been going out so much I just need my own me time yeah and I think like from a perspective of like a user too like sometimes like put yourself in the like the person who's being used shoes and be like would I want someone like doing this to me too. Mm-hmm. because like we're so often on both sides of this you know yeah and so we like mm-hmm. fully understand it we just like like going back to selfish mindset like when we're the one that's using like we want what we want and we don't really think about the other person but exactly like, when we're on the other perspective of it it's like very clear kind of or sometimes it's not clear too like for example like my older sister she gets taken advantage of a lot because she's super nice mm-hmm. and she doesn't understand like she can't always see the fine line when people are using her and yeah so she like will be taken advantage of because she can't see that so I feel like too it's like it's not always clear when you're being used like it might be clear to other people but it not it might not be very clear to you and like the same example like you're I feel like never if I asked if I like the couple I went to Rock Canyon and asked or do you get used yes are you a user no yeah. Or maybe they'd yeah. be like, maybe sometimes. Right. No one will ever admit it because you're admitting something that you that is looked down upon. Mm-hmm. However, you have to realize that in society, you are a user. You are a consumer. You buy things for yourself. Yeah. You use things. You use. You can look at it at any standpoint you are. So you just have to own it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, but you have to identify it so you're not hurting a person or not draining that person's energy. Yeah. And you want to be able to, I'm not saying you're going to be perfect at it, but you want to like no. I, analyze the situation. How am I going to you know, get what I need as a person. How am I going to give what they need to? Mm -hmm. And a huge part of using and being used is money. And like, we're in high school. So it's obviously like we, like most of us, I mean, I have some of my own money, but it's not like none of us are any like that rich. Yeah. But like people oftentimes are used based off of the assets that their house have status. Yeah. Like if they have a really nice house, like pools hot tubs stuff like that like really nice basements like pool tables like bars in their basement like it's honestly like kind of like that stuff it's like if your house has like a really nice really nice assets then you're often kind of used for your house mm-hmm. or like people like know you by that it's weird because people would be like oh it's danny with the good house yeah let's go to her house like the girl at the pool yeah like, let's go to her house yeah and i think that it's i mean i've, I've probably said that i'm like yo like or if my friend would be like hey like we should go to this kid's house like they have a pool yeah and i'll be like oh my word I know, me too i like flip out but i should like realize okay like do i know this person am i like what are they you know what i mean yeah like am i just gonna go for this person to have a pool yeah i'm i mean it's interesting to think about that because like i actually think that 
honestly, people want to say like, oh, I don't care like what that person has, but yeah. it's always a benefit to you if they have something you want. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't ever host, so like, I don't know. And I also am like a fairly middle class person, but I wonder if people who like have those nice assets are ever able to like, are ever aware that they're being used you know or Mm -hmm. because it's also kind of like it's one of those things where it's like it's just kind of like nice like I have a lot of friends like who have nice things but obviously like I'm genuinely friends with them but it's kind of like a plus you know that they like have this Mm -hmm. so I wonder if they ever feel used for that stuff too and that's not necessarily something they can control too you know like they didn't choose to live in a house with a pool yeah or like I used to have a friend who like she had a pool but she didn't ever really like swimming and she would like let people go to her pool, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't like, she hated swimming and just like doing laundry afterwards and all that stuff. And so like, I yeah. wonder if she ever like felt used in that scenario. Like she wasn't even swimming, you know, but all these people were in her pool. Yeah. I, I think that's a good example. It's just like, that's just like these examples we have are just like really apparent examples. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to go into their house cause they have a pool. Like duh, everyone can see that you're using that person. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's Or like another thing is like chill parents. Like, Oh, like they Obviously, have, I like to go to the houses whose whose parents like are super chill and just like don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, hey, like you know, you can stay here as long yeah. as you want. Like, anyone can spend the night, mm-hmm. like whatnot. Like yeah. I wonder if like they feel like used for their like the niceness of their parents too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different things that go into play here. Yeah. Um, and then this is something that like I just kind of thought of like on like the spot, but like relationships, mm-hmm. like when you're actually, I think this is the biggest example I, I see personally is when, okay, like you're talking to this person, like you guys are going on dates and stuff, but like you have to think, okay, what do I want out of this? Mm-hmm. Do I want a relationship? Do I just want someone to just hang out with? Do I just yeah. want someone to just be with, you know, when I want someone, friends yeah. with benefits? That's so like attention. Like that's a huge thing. It's yeah. just kind of like using someone for, for attention. attention. And, or you have to think about what does this person want? Do they want a relationship? Because I think that sometimes people will go into things like completely different. Like I'm going for the friends with benefits. They're going for the rela- relationship. Okay, that's conflicting ideas. And then it keeps going. And then this person is like, I'm gonna hang on to them because they're giving me what I want. Mm-hmm. And this person thinking it's going somewhere. Yeah. And it's just so uneven. Or even like before a relationship even develops too. A lot of times, like sometimes someone will be receiving attention from one end, you know, and be just like completely taking advantage of that situation. Like yeah. they might not even like be interested in the person, but it's like like leading a person on essentially that's like using a person like you're you're getting them attached like you're yeah allowing them to think that like that you want something back yeah and i think that you know i honestly like our generation i think is huge on leaning on people Mm -hmm. because you have snapchat and you have social media and in high school specifically you don't you don't care as much you're like well this is gonna end anyway like i can talk i can flirt with this person i can do all these physical things with this person and, and just, i can just like block them mm-hmm. yeah and that's not cool because like that person's heart and their emotionals is into play but our generation has this mindset that it just doesn't matter yeah i will say I, I wouldn't necessarily call it leading on but sometimes i won't like necessarily cut something off because it goes back to like the confrontation thing where i like don't like confrontation so i just like won't ever say anything about it maybe i should work on that maybe I should <laughs> wait work on that. wait wait get back i need more contact on the situation like someone like if they're like there's a boy right Mm -hmm. and like they'll like basically be like 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 into me or something like that and so they'll be like snapchatting me and i'm not necessarily like going with it but i'm not necessarily being like i'm not interested in you like stop texting me and so i'll just like let it go on because i don't know how to like tell them no that goes back to like maybe the no thing though 
like learning how to say no yeah that's an that's an interesting standpoint though Mm -hmm. but i also think that i mean on that case you know i actually talked to someone and they were telling me like what they believe is talking or like it was a guy so he was like guys don't think that anything on snapchat's talking what nope because you know how many girls will be like yeah i'm like talking to like four boys right now because they have like yeah. four kids on snapchat so this is another snapchatting. thing is that like in relationships is that maybe a girl will be like we're talking every day like we're saying good night to each other like we're talking and a guy will be like uh yeah i'm like just snapping her yeah yeah like perspective is so different and then this person thinks that they're getting something well this person is just like huh like we just snapped <laughs> <laughs> no i'm 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 like that like so oh my god that like is blowing my mind because like guys really like if you're like saying goodnight that's like talking <laughs> well like i don't know if they're saying goodnight but like there's not like, chatting you know what i mean yeah like i don't like i don't know but i think also, it's another like, perspective I feel like girls do like dr- dramatize things more than like guys do you know so i feel like it's like the extremes of both sides just like aren't meeting yeah yeah so that's another thing like just in relationships is like making sure okay is this person wanting the same things as me is this mm-hmm. person giving the same as me yeah and is this if we do we have the same goal in mind because if you don't have the same goal then this is going to become a user you situation really quickly and it's going to end up maybe one person hurt both people hurt because mm-hmm. just you're 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 not matching yeah no Another thing with relationships that is super common in high school is it can go both ways, but like being used for mm-hmm. like your body or like it's just stuff like that. Just like physical, physical things. Yeah, physical things, like being used physical things and like Hook, the hookup culture. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel like more often than not, often I f- like, I feel like it's girls that are often like being used kind of mm-hmm. and they're like seen as like easy or something like that which by is like society which is so stupid I, I i hate that i hate that i hate that culture yeah i know because i think that people are put like on a, a worth a measurement which yeah. is so what's the word inhumane yeah just dehumanizing a person yeah and i think that that is something that you have to look at yourself like of course i think our main demographic right now is girls but if you're a guy watching this like hey if like, you've done that like make sure that number one it's consentful on both mm-hmm. sides of course but like make sure like you're you're not going into that mindset like oh i just want to quick something just to get what i just to feel what i yeah. need and not care what that person needs no hookup culture is so so selfish and like it is it really is like someone will tell i'm i'm just gonna say this just because it's easier to say this but like boys will tell girls anything you know just to like get them to where they want kind of like they will yeah. like tell them as far as like they might even throw out like an I love you and not even like mean it just to like hope to get something out of it you know to get a sneaky link for the night yeah I know which like it happens both ways too like girls will do that too like girls of course are still fully capable of telling boys stuff and like manipulating manipulation yeah gaslighting gaslighting these are all things that go with the user and used because it's all these things that people are just doing it I think the biggest thing with users and people get used is the I Uh because people focus so much on what they need and what other people need. Let's talk about, yeah, gaslighting and manipulation. Oh, that might be a whole other episode, but we can touch Honestly, on it. yeah, let, let's say that. I think that you have two things. You have a victim mentality, mm-hmm. which is a whole other part of manipulation on, like, someone who thinks that it's always wrong. Like, me, me, me. And then you have someone who's like, I'm going to make this person, because I think they're a victim. Yeah. Think that I'm all this, and I'm going to twist their mind and think that they need me. Yeah. There's so many different ways. There hmm. are yeah mm-hmm. um let's go into some advice shall we yeah um our first advice if you are in a friendship i want you to look at it like the seesaw rule how many times is it if i need something they're giving that to me but if they need something i'm giving it to them 
Mm. It should be going back and forth. It should at least have some balance. I'm not going to say it's going to be equality, but I'm going to say it's going to be equity. Yeah. Giving what that person's need at that moment, getting what you need at that moment and giving at the same, like maybe it's the same time, both different times. Yeah. We also wanted to say, like bring stuff up. Communication is huge with mm-hmm. like, because if you feel like you're being used, like the person who's using you might not know that, you know? Yeah. So like you have to bring it up and you can't hold it back, especially if you want something to genuinely change and like they yes. can't read your mind. Like you have to actually say something and like speak up for yourself and like going back to putting yourself in their shoes, like if you're kind of the one that's using, put yourself in their shoes. Like if you're asking to go to this person's house and all of your friends are there, but like, let's say they say no to you, put yourself in their shoes. Like they probably have 50 kids that they don't even know. Yeah. And like, that's not fair to them that like they're feeling used. Like another way to see like maybe, I don't know, like a self-reflection piece is like, look at your friendships and see the people you value mm-hmm. out of all those people you value. Are there any other people who you think, or, you know, cause I feel like a lot of times you'll know someone really value use, mm-hmm. value use, <laughs> you know that. what I mean? <laughs> that like, maybe you're just not giving that same effort to. Yeah. And I think that, you know, every friendship is built different. Every friendship, there's going to be different levels of friendship. You're going to mm-hmm. have people you think are really like your really tight circle. You're like, you're like your companions, your accomplice, what's the accomplices? accomplices is that the word where it's like we're just like companions we'll call them companions mutual friends i don't know you're gonna have different i want to call it like a circle you're gonna have your center your wider circle what's gonna probably be bigger but like less of a connection wider and wider yeah so you need to understand like is this person on the same level as you are to them that's such a good point yeah like low-key if you want to know this make a diagram draw a circle (laughs) boom 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 okay four people in your tight circle i don't know how many you're like small circle big circle and just keep going because this is a great way like we don't think about our relationships that in depth but i think we need to because relationships is what builds in our connections in your society yeah like stop giving your all for people that aren't giving their all back to you Mm -hmm. that makes no sense don't waste your energy on that and it's like like if you notice it too like don't give into that yeah um, but yeah, me and Jazzy are very strong believers in having like a couple good close friends that you like realize, like I have some genuine friends that like, I never expect anything out of them. You yeah. know, like they're just, they're nice to me. They offer me things like they buy me things like just like their families just like will cook for me and all that just because like they love me and like they yeah. want to be friends with me. I, I think I call it like, the, I think the term is overused, but, like my ride or die. Yeah. Like I have people like they call me at any point in moment. I will come to them. Yeah. Like you want to find those people that you think do. And then you want to have that group that, you know, I give them a call. They're going to be there. Mm-hmm. This is a great evaluation of, of like who is actually there for me because yeah. there's going to be people like that aren't going to do the same. Yeah. And there's going to be people that like, I, I can name like, like just like three solid people, they call me up. Oh my gosh, I'm on my way. Don't yeah. even worry. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you want to have those people in life and you want to know that you can rely on those people to be there for you like that. And I think in general too, we all just need to do a better job of being better for the people around us. I agree. Like it's better. I think it is. It's better to be the 80 friend than the 20 friend. Like even though it might suck to be the 80 friend sometimes, you know, that's like getting more than giving. Okay. So in my <laughs> head, how I see the 80, 20, mm-hmm. The 80 is the person who's like giving, giving, giving. Yes. And the 20 is the person who's like not giving at all. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, the, I guess yeah. you can see it the opposite way. So no, on the giving standpoint, like you're giving 80, they're giving 20 yeah, to you. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think it's more important to be giving more. And like, I think that we all just like need to do a better job of that mm-hmm. because we can't expect that. We can't like, that can't just be like a, something that, yeah, we expect from yeah. the people around us, especially like, it's kind of like give respect, get respect. It's I like, like that. the golden rule. Yeah. 
kind of all foundations are in first grade here, y'all. Yeah. The, go- <laughs> the seesaw rule. <laughs> the 80-20 rule. Those are the actually... The golden rule. <laughs> Three rules to follow by. If you have to write these... I don't know if people... People don't take notes on podcasts. No, they don't. I don't know. Maybe like... <laughs> maybe they do. Mental notes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think overall... Remember, just like... I, I think just evaluating your friendships. I think high school's a time where you really learn who's there for you and who's there not. And I think that, you know, in high school, of course, you're going to go to college. So, like, you may be going to – I think you're going to have less people in high school that you continue on with. So don't waste your time in high school with people who, number one, you're using. Yeah. Or number two, who are using you. Because it's it's four years, and you actually want to learn how to be a good friend. You want to learn how to find good friends. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Definitely not. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up. Yes. Um, I'm Danny. I'm Jazzy. And this is the Come On Now podcast. Thank you. Oh, and all links are going to be down below. Spotify, blah, 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 blah.